Warning the following program contains world premieres, certified ball players, incredible interviews, latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia, acute player hater disorder, no jumper, no handles, allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. Welcome to Licensed to Ball Podcast, where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Thanks for joining the show. We got day two tip-off classic over there in Swanee, Georgia. Jerome's event. He does a great job with the event, man. He really do do a great job. A lot of people should take notes from Jerome how to run an event. I think Jerome understands it takes money to make money. So a lot of guys short fall their event online investing into the event. They deplete the event. They take too much money out of the event. I, I personally think it's more about making money. But you do the small things, you make money. Not everybody, but he just first class. He allowed in, approves over 60 media people to come in. And I was talking to a guy from Swanee Sports Complex and telling him and stating him, I was like, look, man, when y'all do events here at Swanee, when it's y'all events, y'all don't let media in. Which is crazy. Not anymore. And I asked I asked a guy, I said, I, asked, I tell people this all the time. I asked, I said, what's the biggest sporting event in the world? He said, the Super Bowl. And the NFL doesn't even cover their own event, really. NFL never doesn't. It doesn't even cover its own event. It's the biggest sporting event in the world. And re- one of the reasons why is because everybody else covered their stuff. And a lot of people don't understand algorithms and what high set up and program. I'm still understanding it, but I do know this is when you have something on social media and people are talking about it, and it's coming from multiple sources 10 times over and over again, it's going to bring it up to the forefront and it's going to look more important. More people are going to talk about it. But if you're the only one talking about your event, it's just going to circulate around you what you're doing and the kid is doing when you got 60 different media people in I, I gave a guy an example and I said say every media person got five followers I said that's like 300 looks at that event which we know they got more than five followers they got 500 that's 3,000 plus what Jerome is doing and what everybody else is talking about so you're getting more and more involvement in this and EYBL kind of missing the butt on this a little bit too by trying to hijack their own thing and market it they should be aiding everybody 
Jerome has a media room. People charge their stuff, edit videos. That promotes the event. It gives the kids exposure. It makes everybody feel good about the event. People want to do more. He rolls out the red carpet. A lot of people can learn from this guy. In between games, you know, watching the game, edit. That's why stuff going up so fast on his event and is circulating so much. And he's feeding these people. Other people do this too. Sean Williams does a good job of two, two guys I know who do run camps and stuff like that. But it's just first class. It's just, it's just take it to another level. I know how you market it, and you got. If you go to Swanee, you look through and you're like, man, you think Jerome owns that place. How much tip off classic stuff around and just transform the whole gym, how, how Under Armour does it when they came in. Under Armour was the first people I've ever seen did that. Transform the whole venue, look like it, they run and own the place, which is cool. So this is a three day event. And the takeaways from this, one thing I'm going to take away from this is that 2024 class. I haven't seen a lot of teams in the country yet. I'm going to get on the road this month. Go check out some of them. But Georgia is a hotbed for basketball players. Okay. So it's a good barometer or measurement stick of what's going on in the nation as well. So 2024, that sophomore class. Tonight is the strongest basketball class in a long time where a lot of people will be getting a lot of good players. It's going to be a good NBA draft too when they come out. So that 2024 class stole the, the weekend. And one team in particular has stole the weekend is Game and Leap. Used to be known as Worldwide, but Game Elite. Now they went Worldwide on the back of the jerseys again. A lot of people didn't know that. They used to go by world, Worldwide, but they telling on themselves how long they've been in the game when they didn't know they used to be Worldwide. And a couple of people said, man, they coming on, they getting on the map. More players going to start wanting to play for them. They are high brand mom and pop shop one-stop shop and those people I was talking to the media room they just showing their ignorance they didn't know they young everybody know let's say everybody already know about these, this team you just decide if you want to play for them or not if you want to be coach tough play play tough and develop it's not going to be a, a cakewalk they don't baby their players that's why they team now loaded with what other teams do some teams baby they players. Some teams cater their players. They treat their kids like young man. You're going to grow in this system. And the rest is history. That game of league 16 on the team stole the show. I mean, headliner on that, on that team. An eighth grader. Rising ninth. He's going to be rising eighth grader going into ninth grade. You got Caleb Holt. Two guard. Kid don't even know how good he is yet, which is good. He just love the game and hungry and love the exposure you're getting. And I 
I suspect I'm going to be driving to Alabama a little bit during the high school season checking that guy out because that guy's good. He's, he's good. Real good. I don't know how good. Yesterday was the first time seeing him play. But he wowed me. And he was playing up. So he's been playing up the whole time and is not stressing. He looks good enough where he can hold his own with 17s. Even he, they don't actually could have used him these past two days. They could have used him. But he holds his own. He plays good. And another guy on that team that I really like on that team is C.J. Brown, the combo guard. And they played the Florida Rebels. The Florida Rebels came back up here and I'm not on social media like that, but the six teams from Game Elite and Florida Rebels was going back and forth about who the best team, who the best team, and Game Elite right has spoken. They the best team right now. That's what everybody talking about. People are going to watch them play next year. And what, I mean, not next year. Next this weekend at Rock Hill, South Carolina, where the Gauntlet event is. We will be there. For at least one day. We guarantee we're going to be there for at least one day. And we go watch them play some more. But I was talking to the director. Uh, formerly known as Each One Teach One. But the Florida Rebels. And I was telling him. I said man. I like your 16s better than I like your 17s. And I didn't realize. I, 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 this shows how much I'm into being neutral. And just looking at players. And watching how people play. He was mad they were losing. He should be rightfully so. He was mad they were losing. He said, look at the score, man. They losing. How can, how can you like this team better than my 17s? My 17s undefeated. They haven't been beaten. Well, when you're evaluating people and you have your opinion on evaluating, it's an opinion, to all the chips are laid on the table and the cards are laid out and how the players develop, then you'll know if you're right or wrong on your opinion. Your opinion can be transformed into, I guess you'll say, a fact. That's why a great man told me ridicule is the burden of geniuses. So, prime example on a side note is related to this on evaluating players. I, I use this example all the time. Io DeSumo played at the University of Illinois. Got drafted by the Chicago Bulls. Is playing well. Is pretty much playing starter minutes. He's playing real good. He won't win rookie of the year. But he probably finished in the top 10. Which is impressive for a late first or second round pick. Don't quote me on that. And I always like the guy. I'm from Chicago. Some people listen to this don't know. So I'm kind of slided to Chicago ball players. Even though I think we had the best ball players. in like The city is being depleted. Because all the crime and people are leaving and going to places like Georgia and here in Atlanta and Charlotte and stuff. But we're still holding our own. And I thought he was overrated. I thought the guy was a decent player. I thought he was going to be a four-year player at Illinois. Have a good career. Probably playing the G League or go overseas. And I.O. proved me wrong. I said this to Derrick Piper when I got him. I said, I don't see it to talk about him. Even Brad Underwood said, don't matter who he played against, he always played well. I told Derrick Piper, I don't see it. I love to be wrong. You still got to get the kid because it's a hometown kid. And 
He wants to come to the university. So you got to take that shot and see if it pan out. Will it pan out? It pan out greatly. And it's helping him out with recruiting. But to say this, to get back onto what I was saying, why I'm bringing it up so you can get the contents of this, is I didn't even realize this. I probably understood this, but now overstand this that it's a big premium on playing the game, knowing how to play. If you know how to play, you can get yourself in positions and teams and in front of people that you don't supposed to be there because you know how to play. And knowing how to play with Trump's talent, potential, any day and it's been proven in that so if you know how to play you could eat up a player or a team but knowing how to play so going back to that and he's he's upset they were losing because ey it's a little dirty secret ey eybl teams don't post to lose to nobody but eybl teams it's like the sec in football it's the same kind of comparison so they don't both lose in the league. They both had the best players and all this. So they lost to Adidas team that how the underlying attitude of EYBL league. Now I'm not saying that's what the Florida Rebels attitude is, but the underlying feeling I come when I talk to people all the time, they don't wear Nike. It's not Nike shoes and we shouldn't lose to them. And they're not as good of us. So when you lose to a Adidas team from the gauntlet, it... It stings like sizzles. And if you do have the attitude, you're setting, you up, setting yourself up for failure. Because Jalen Brown, one of the best players in the NBA. And he ain't never played on the EYBL League. He's killing in the league right now. He's playing, arguably, when he's healthy, he's playing better than Jason Tatum or just as good. You know, people like that come to mind. And Dwight Howard, too. Like just, he was in the gym last night too. He was in the building. I saw him. He snuck in. A lot of people didn't recognize the man. I can't believe it. But he snuck in the gym. I wasn't tweeted about it, but I didn't want people to go look for him, and I didn't want to be that guy. So they end up losing the game. I'm long-winded on this a little bit. Apologize. But they went end up winning the game, you know. But I told him I like 16 is better because he has a damn good 17 on the team. When I said that, I guess he thought I didn't like his 17s. I didn't think his 17s were good. But I love his 17s. You know? Jizzle James. Guys like that. And the shooting guard on his team. Is, his name is escaping me right now. And the shooting guard on the team. And Jason Jackson. You know, those guys. Those two guys right there. They, man, they kill us. The true killers. But I just think on... On a 16 Rebels team, you had Carter Knox. I just think those guys have more upside in the long run. The other guys are better now and they're more polished. But I think it's upside. 16 is real good. I get to watch them play for two more years. And there's a 16 group. Like I said, I start off the show. They, they just real, they just real polished. Real polish, so I like this. So, no, that my, my mouth get me in trouble sometimes with people because I'm opinionated. I just be honest, and they get mad about it. Some people take it personal and don't let it go, they don't respect my opinion. And no, it's just opinion, it's not malicious, and they take it malicious, but that's okay. 
what Dolomite told me. Or he didn't tell me personally, but he said I'd rather be hated for what I am than love for what I'm not. So I'm okay with that. I can live with that. And I don't know how good this audio is, but I do have a little bit of interview. It was a lot of noise in the background. That gym is real loud. There's no quiet place. And then my son was trying to make a debut on his interview while I was interviewing Caleb Hope. Check it a lot out. out. We're going to go ahead and play that, that Caleb Hope Hoped interview. A little bit of talk about that game and see what he, listen to what he had to say. crowd even his homes for y'all seemed like the crowd was pulling for the rebels and y- y'all pulled it out and beat them convincingly what was the keys of the game uh energy we like we knew they wasn't ready people underestimated us before the game they'll say they got rebels ahead of us that means these guys are chipping so when my teammates had dumped on so we were like we gotta pull this out and coming up, playing in this tournament, are you, is what you expected? Yeah. And playing up in a, in a tournament like this and playing against an elite team like that, how you keep your composure? When you play, play, you keep your even kill. How you stay even kill? Yeah, sorry about the audio. I usually don't do that. I was thinking about not putting even on the show at all. This comment and comment section, you think I should have kept it out? Right. But I want to add it to the show. And another thing, we they got so many good games, so much teams, we can't cover everybody. We try and do a game. We usually do one show for the whole tournament. It's so jam packed. That's why we did a day two. Cause we was in day day one, the day two, and we'll do a day three. Cause all that it'd be too long of a show. But when we come back out this break, we'll talk about a little AOT Coop's team over there. Athletes of tomorrow. This is Caleb Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington, the head coach at Pellbrook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch the dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet keep rocking with license to ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. Yep, yep. But um, it's how skilled these players are. AOT, 16s. Play with a more, they had to play with more size and more quickness and strength this tournament from the from Sean's event last week on the radar and it showed up they held their own with the physicality so I got a little bit more room to grow 
and put some weight on, get stronger and quicker. That still didn't stop Ace Bailey and Brett Wright from that one-two punch combination. Both of them holding on and showing out and showing me I know a little bit about basketball, I guess, because they still playing. They playing real good. And I ran into Brett Wright coming into the gym, back in the gym for his second or third game, because they play a lot of games and they just they just gym rats. And I couldn't, like I told you, from right before Brown, very opinion. So I talked to him and said, hey, man, by the way, you're a great shooter. Stop rushing your shot. Take your time. Slow it down just a little bit. And focus on your follow-through. Grab that rim and play dunk ball and dip, dip your hand in the cookie jar. And your shot's going to start falling. More than they are now. And his dad was with him. He said, I've been telling him that. I've been telling him that for the past week or so. I'm glad you said that to him. Because he ain't been listening to me. I've been saying that to him and telling him that. What they say, great minds think alike. But those two, they just need to add on and get a deeper bench. They got some kids that that are those dudes. Going to be good and going to be strengthening the team up. They just still developing. They just so raw. They go play in their age group and just play an average team. The other guys who really ain't doing it, they'll kill them. They just they got to grow. Coop going to have them right this summer. Doing June, they're going to really get right. Late May, June, and then you see them in July, they're going to be looking like a different team, all they players. And I told you, Ace Bailey, that's my Ryan Harrell of, of now. And a lot of people might not know what I mean by my Ryan Harrell because he's very new with Jim Ryan Insider. Jim Ryan Insider was in the gym with Ryan Harrell. Like, much as... Wherever Ryan Harrell was, we was. We was with him. We got so much unseen footage of Ryan Harrell. He's one of the best high school basketball players played in Georgia. Electrifying. During the middle of the week, he had outside media coming to cover his games from other states. It was so big, and I was covering so much. Hoop Mixtape wanted to hire me to film for them for Ryan Harrell because they loved him so much because he's like a brain in Jennings. And a lot of people not real familiar with me might think, why well, ain't say Jalen Brown? The reason I didn't say Jalen Brown because you can't put the cart in front of the horse. The horse must pull the cart. So the first time I already cut my teeth and people started realizing how good we do videos and gave Jim Ryan inside a lot of exposure was Ryan Harrell. Ryan Harrell will be on License the Ball very soon. He's going to be on here talking about how he played in Greece and mainly actually made a lot of money. People don't really, the guy made a lot of money playing overseas, but that's where I cut my teeth. 